Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the first book of Samuel, chapter 16, from verse 1. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve over Saul, seeing I have rejected him from being the king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go to the house of Jesse in Bethlehem. There are things that I would like us to look into in our reflection, in the thoughts for today. The first one is the word to grieve. Grieving is an important phase, is an important stage in which people need to go through. People grieve because they have lost someone, they have lost something. Grieving is part of healing. It is a stage that has to happen in order for someone to be healed completely. And there are a few things that one needs to look into that in the stage or in the state of grieving, there are mixed emotions. Sometimes we might be angry at ourselves, angry at God, angry with the situation, with the reality, asking ourselves a lot of questions. Why did it happen? Why now? Why me? Or why us? At times there can also be a sense of guilt. Sometimes we feel that we could have done more. Sometimes we feel that we could have been more present. Sometimes we feel that maybe we're too negligent or at times we even feel that it should have been me instead of the other person that we've lost. Grief does not necessarily only have to deal with death. Grief can be with something that I've lost, a relationship that has not materialized to its fruition. It could be someone who's gone through a terrible experience and they're trying to mend their lives. Grief is necessary and we see grieving in the scriptures. We find the apostles going up to the upper room after the death of Jesus and Mary joining them. Yes, she joins them in prayer, but she also joins them. She joins them in grieving, grieving at the loss of a great friend, a loss of a master, and for Mary, lost of a son. You find in the Gospel of Luke, chapter twenty-four, the journey to Emmaus. You find Cleopas and his companion going, leaving Jerusalem, going to Emmaus. They grieve along the way. They talk about what has happened. They talk about Jesus. And Jesus meets them even though they do not know initially that it's Jesus. And in the process of grieving, they open up and they talk about their own experiences. And so grieving, it's an important reality that we all need to go through in our own lives. And in the scriptures, Jesus, we find in the Gospel of John chapter 11, at the death of Lazarus, we find Mary and Martha. They grieve differently. One stays at home and grieves, and the other one goes out and looks for Jesus. But in the reading today that we heard, uh, the first letter of Samuel, chapter 16, the Lord says to Samuel, how long will you grieve? So it gives me an indication 
that a grieving has to come to an end. Grieving, while it is an important, necessary step towards healing, has to end. And I find wisdom in that. Because sometimes we can be so swallowed up into grief, into the darkness, into the misery, into the frustration, into the sad, painful reality. And the Lord says to us, how long will I grieve? How long will I stay in this state for? How is it going to help me? So it, it gives me an indication that the prolonged grieving is not good for our own healing. It gives me the indication that while I am grieving, I also need to grieve with hope to know that this has to end. And our Christian faith has taught us that. It has taught us that God of yesterday is still the same God today and it will remain the same God even tomorrow. That whatever I am going through has to come to an end. You go to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, everything has to come to an end. There is a time for everything, a time to begin, a time to end, a time to gather, a time to scatter, a time to build, a time to destroy. And also with grieving, there's a time to grieve, but there's also a time to deal with grief and to walk out of that moment. And there's wisdom in that, in a sense that some of us, we can become victims of, of grief and we can stay there even when it is no longer good for ourselves. And so we could suffer from what I call feel sorry for me syndrome. We could suffer from an unnecessary depression where we sit in dark rooms, closed windows and drawn curtains and we refuse to go out. We refuse to meet people. We refuse to move away from whatever has harmed or hurt us. And I always believe that every experience that comes through our lives either comes because there is a reason for it or there is a lesson to be learned, or it comes for a season. And like any other seasons, it has to come and it has to go. And the Lord says to Saul, uh, rather to Samuel, how long are you going to grieve? And the Lord says, snap out of it. The world owes us absolutely nothing. Humanity owes us absolutely nothing. It is what I do with my own life that matters the most. It is me dealing with the situation and snapping out of it sometimes is a necessary step to realize that there is life after this. There is a motto that I live by and it helps me in many ways. This too shall pass. No matter how painful it is, no matter how sad the reality is, it shall come to pass. God will make things good. And the Lord says to, to Samuel, fill the horn and go. Fill the horn and move on with your life. Snap out of it. Do something about it. Get better. Don't feel sorry for yourself. The scars that we carry in our hearts, in our memories, in our minds, 
are a sign and a symbol that whatever wanted to destroy us could not conquer us. And so let us not live with regrets. Let's rise above this. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our children. We owe it to those around us. We owe it to our loved ones. We owe it to the universe to get up, to do something. You can't give up in life. No matter how suicidal you feel or no matter how desperate you, you, you feel, no matter how angry you are, it will end. Things come to an end. We don't need to give in or give up. We can do something. St. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The last point I want to make, there are people who find it difficult to forgive themselves. They go to confession and they say, I've confessed these sins, this sin over and over, and I can't seem to get over it. We need to let go. We need to move away from that which is toxic. We need to realize that we are loved and forgiven by God. And we need to remind ourselves to snap out of it and celebrate the presence of God in our lives. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.